The Leslie Marshall Show, the only true democracy in talk radio, of, for, and by you, the people. Live nationwide and streaming live at LeslieMarshallShow.com. Call in with your thoughts at 888-6-LESLIE. Here to set you free. How you doing? I'm Leslie Marshall. Welcome, welcome back. Only True Democracy in Talk Radio of Four and by you, the people. Live on the radio nationwide, streaming live throughout the world on the World Wide Web. Check it out, LeslieMarshallShow.com forward slash stream. We stream live when we broadcast live Monday through Friday, 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern. We have so much going on. I invited my buddy Brad Bannon, who runs Bannon Communications Research, a polling message development and media firm which helps labor unions, progressive issues groups, and Democratic candidates win public affairs and political campaigns. He has a new position as a weekly blogger for EpicTimes.com. Formerly, he wrote for U.S. News & World Report. He's also a lecturer in political science at Salem University, uh, in Salem State University in Salem, Massachusetts, where all the good witches live, right? Uh, Brad, my buddy, thank you for co-hosting uh, this hour with me. We have to talk about so many things. Uh, we have to talk about the Trump, uh, the, the the Donald Trump, the Pope, uh, the Christian, uh, Catholic uh, lawsuits. Uh, I, I, this is better than a reality show, this campaign year, at least looking to the right. It's crazy. Have you ever seen the cray-cray like this? Yeah, it's really crazy. It's crazier than the Jerry Springer show. Um, I, you know, this one rhymes in one of his shows. I, you know, raised a wolf baby. I mean, that's the level it's descending to. Uh, the uh, Trump uh, feeling the heat uh, has called uh, Cruz a liar. Uh, Trump, of course, today lashed out at the Pope of all people. And, you know, I was thinking when I heard that, uh, if I had said something like that about the Pope when I was a little kid, uh, my butt would be sore from, for a week from a And spending. your mouth washed out with soap, right? And yeah. your mouth washed out with soap. We have a lot of audio. Let, let's talk. Uh, uh, for those of you that watched, some of you did, some of you didn't, some just enjoyed the sound bites or will enjoy the sound bites we have. Uh, the uh, CNN had a GOP town hall. Some of you may be aware of that or not. Marco Rubio showed why he spooks Democrats. Ted Cruz tried to put a scare into Donald Trump during the town hall. This is last night. The first three candidates to participate in the two-night event that was moderated by Anderson Cooper showcased a very different style of being conservative. Uh, ben Carson quoted scripture to show how faith guides his politics. Rubio, the Florida senator, told stories about the values he learned as a child. And Cruz, the Texas senator, argued he's the most rock-ribbed of them all. He said he's defended conservative values throughout his private and public career. Uh, so let's uh, start with some of these takeaways from the CNN town hall last night. First up, Brad, let's listen to Ted Cruz firing back at Trump's threat of a lawsuit. If you remember, Trump has threatened to sue Ted Cruz, I guess Trump doesn't realize that all's pretty much fair in love, war, politics, and political ads, but here's Ted Cruz firing back at Trump's threat of a lawsuit. I don't think anyone is surprised that Donald is threatening to sue people. He's done that most of his adult life. Uh, but this letter really was, look, I've practiced law 20 years, and, and this letter really pressed the bounds of the most frivolous and ridiculous letters I've ever seen. 
he was upset about an ad that we're running on TV. The ad talks about the vacancy at the Supreme Court and that we've got issues such as life and marriage and religious liberty and the Second Amendment that are in the balance. And it uses an old interview uh, from Tim Russert back in the late 90s. It, it plays Donald Trump doing an interview with Tim Russert where he explains in his own words, he says he's very, very pro-choice, he supports partial birth abortion, and he says he's pro-choice in every respect. But most of the words in the, in the ad are his own words on national television, and his argument in the letter is running his own words was defamation. He says, though, you're misrepresenting his current position that he's evolved. It, 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 he's it, is, it is quite literally the most ridiculous theory I've ever heard that telling the voters what Donald Trump's actual record is, is deceitful and lying. You... And, and listen, when I said this morning, I held a press conference where, where I read his letter to everyone, and I invited Mr. Trump. I said, please, Donald, file this lawsuit. You wanted to pose him. And, and you know why? Well, look, that's part of it, is, is that in any defamation case, truth is a complete defense. And so his lawyer said, he said, said that saying he's pro-choice, which actually we don't say he, he's pro-choice. Donald says he's pro-choice in every respect. Now, uh, uh, Brad, uh, sorry, guys, you didn't give me a time out there in my ear, <laughs> so I didn't know it was ending. Um, just let me know it's coming to an end. Um, Brad, so that people understand, isn't it typical if somebody is saying they're pro-life and they're trying to appeal to the evangelical community of which Ted Cruz has very strong support – um, that, you know, you call them out. You, you, it's like you can't say, I mean, just like, you know, people call Hillary Clinton out on TPP because she was for it. Now she's against it and running ads. Nobody's suing anybody over this. Have you, is this unprecedented? Well, uh, this I knew. I didn't never thought I'd say this on your show, Leslie, but I agree with Ted Cruz. I do, too. That's a scary thing. Yeah, very scary. It what? Is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Uh, you know, and again, as Senator Cruz said, all the ad is is Donald Trump uh, telling Tim Russett that he's pro-choice. I don't, I don't even know what to say. It's so ridiculous, Leslie. Okay, uh, let's continue. Now, at first, Ted Cruz used to kiss Donald Trump's butt. And Marco Rubio, Ted Cruz, and Donald Trump are all against each other. But Marco Rubio is coming to Trump's defense in calling Ted Cruz a liar. Here's Rubio for the, from the uh, town hall last night. Cut to. You called Ted Cruz a liar. He came out today, said your campaign is, quote, relying on fabrication, refuted claims point by point. Do you stand by the assertion that he's lying? Well, I've said he's been lying because if you say something that isn't true and you say it over and over again and you know that it's not true, there's no other word for it. And when it's about your record, you have to clear it up because if you don't, then people say, well, then it must be true. He didn't dispute it. And he's done that a number of times. We saw what he did to Dr. Carson in Iowa, which was wrong. We saw yesterday Trey Gowdy. Somebody came up with a fake Facebook post saying Trey Gowdy was no longer endorsing me, a very popular congressman here in South Carolina. So these things are disturbing and they need to be addressed and I'll address them. But that's not the core of my campaign. I spend 99 percent of my time talking about America's future. But if someone says something that's not true and I don't clear it up, well, that's not fair. Then people may think, well, then it's true. Wow. Um, you know, OK, uh, Brad, it's normal for people to call people liars, right, when they're running for office. But th this is this has become the level of juvenile and, and childishness. Why aren't we seeing more people just walking away from Republicans and, and more people walking away from caucuses and primaries? And that's not the case right now. 
Well, it's not now, but uh, give them time because they're definitely on a downward slope. Uh, it's not going to get any prettier on, in the Republican on the Republican side. And one of the reasons this is happening uh, is very simple. Uh, Donald Trump feels incredibly uh, vulnerable right now because for the first time uh, after months and months and months, uh, we have a national poll of GOP primary voters that show Trump and Cruz essentially tied. And that is freaking Donald Trump out. Uh, he can't stand the fact there are a lot of Republicans out there who don't like him, uh, and he'll say or do anything uh, to advance his cause. And, uh, you know, I, I'm I don't think even Republicans are going to stand for Trump much longer. I think you already see with uh, Cruz's rise in the polls that a lot of Republicans who, you know, thought it was kind of, you know, interesting uh, that uh, Trump was running for president are now saying he's just a joke. And again, lashing out at the polls. People may say he's just, jo- he's just a joke. Is that why some of the polls are showing Ted Cruz and him neck and neck? Yeah, exactly. Uh, exactly. I don't think I think we've got to the point where even a lot of GOP primary voters who might have supported Trump a month ago or two months ago have finally come to the realization uh, that the man is an idiot. Oh, my God. I just realized probably going to sue me for defamation now. Damn. <laughs> That's OK. As long as he spells your name right, buddy. You know what yeah. I'm saying? As long as he spells your name right. We have a lot of different uh, things to play. Uh, audio-wise from the town hall, just so many uh, gems and takeaways. Here's Ted Cruz on why people think think he's unlikable, because you are now. Here's, here's Ted Cruz, cut three. I'll tell you why they say Ted is unlikable in Washington, because I'm actually honoring the commitments that I made to the men and women who elected me. So, for example, on Planned Parenthood, I led the fight for us to use the budgetary power of Congress to stop giving $500 million to Planned Parenthood. What Republican leadership wanted to do is have a show vote, lose the show vote, and then fund all of Obama's agenda, including Planned Parenthood. And so what's unlikable is when you stand up and say, how about we do what we said we would do? Likewise, when I stood up and led the fight against Obamacare, they said that was unlikable. When I stood up and led the fight against the Rubio-Schumer amnesty bill, They said that was unlikable. You know why? Because all the money in Washington, all the lobbyists in Washington wanted amnesty. Uh, Brad, I want to ask you about likability. Ted Cruz is not liked uh, when they say unlikable. It's not just people or voters. It's congressional members. Uh, that's uh, yeah, that, 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 that he's know, not unlikable with. I, I Donald Trump so. would not be able to work with congressional members. Bernie Sanders, not really loved by Republicans or everyone in his party. So left and right, how much does likability by Congress matter in order to get things done? And how much does likability by voters matter? And when I say voters, Bernie's more likable the voters on the left than Hillary is. Well, the reason Ted Cruz is unpopular with his fellow Republican colleagues in the Senate uh, is that, well, let me give you a good example. On the Senate floor, uh, probably during the debate on the budget that Ted Cruz was mentioning, uh, on the Senate floor, he violated protocol by calling the majority leader of his own party a liar. 
that doesn't endear you to your colleagues. Uh, he's insulted uh, John McCain uh, several times. Uh, McCain hates him with a passion. Uh, my guess is that Cruz got actually elected president. Uh, John McCain would stand at the front door of the White House and not let him in. That's how bad it is. And he's just he treats his colleagues like dirt. That's why he's so unpopular. Okay. And it matters to voters because I've said this on the show before, but voting for president eventually is a very personal decision. It's not based on issues so much. It's based on, do I like this guy or not? And, Cruz- and, and name, yeah, name recognition and likability. Before we take a break, let's listen to one more cut for Marco Rubio addressing racism in America. Hillary has been going for the black vote. Uh, Marco Rubio is a Hispanic, unlike Ted Cruz, who admits it. Uh, Marco Rubio does. Ted Cruz pretends he's not. Here's Marco Rubio addressing racism in America. Parents were extraordinary people. My parents raised me to believe that it didn't matter that they came from Cuba and that he was a bartender and she was a maid, that there was nothing we couldn't do. I do recall as a child during the Mario Boatlift growing up in, in, in Las Vegas that some of the neighborhood kids, older kids, one day were taunting my family, saying, why don't you go back on your boat? Why don't you go back to your country? Why don't you leave here? I didn't know what they were talking about. I was seven years old, so what boat? My mom doesn't even swim. So it's uh, afraid of water. And my parents had to sit me down and explain the Mario boat lift is going on. People are really upset about it, and they're hearing this stuff. And don't blame the kids. They must be hearing it from somebody. That's why they're repeating it. So that disturbed me as a young child. But i got to tell you, for the most part in my life, I never saw that as a reflection on America. I saw it as a reflection on those kids and what they were saying. What I give my parents a lot of credit for is that they never raised us to feel that we were victims. They always raised us to believe that our destiny and our future, we lived in the one place on earth, where if you worked hard and you persevered, you could achieve no matter what. That doesn't mean I don't deny that there are people in this country that have had a different experience. Brad, before we take a break, any comment on that? And are you surprised that Ted Cruz and Marco Rubio aren't doing better with Hispanics, haven't really had any of the Hispanics leaving the Democratic Party for them, never mind en masse, not at all? No, because, uh, you know, Senators Cruz and Rubio uh, would throw a lot of Hispanics out of the country if they had the chance. That's why they don't like them. And it's interesting because Rubio is the exact opposite of Cruz. Rubio is very likable. That was a very likable uh, story he told. Uh, But he has nothing to back it up. And, you know, Cruz is actually a smart guy. Uh, He knows what he's doing, but he is absolutely horrible personality. Um, I remember, and this was about a year ago, there was a town hall in New Hampshire, and Cruz was up there campaigning early, and some little kid in the audience asked Cruz a simple question, which was, uh, do you think America still has a great future, Senator Cruz? And Senator Cruz uh, answered, no, basically, we're screwed. And the little girl started crying. That's Ted Cruz. We're going to take a break. Brad Bannon and I will continue talking, but we're going to take your calls. If you're holding, don't go away. Pick up the phone and join me. We're going to talk about Trump and the Pope and whether Trump is a Christian or not and whether it was right of the Pope to say that or not. And something nobody has got that I got, something nobody has that I have, and no, it's not a disease, uh, uh, regarding this Trump-Pope thing. And I don't think anybody has mentioned I haven't seen it anywhere. Nobody's been mentioning it. And I'm going to mention that when we come back. But I want to hear from you. What you thought of the town hall? What you think of Nevada? 
uh, going to Nevada on Saturday and then uh, Tuesday for Democrats. What do you think of South Carolina coming up for Republicans and Democrats? What do you think of the race? And uh, what do you think of this town hall? What do you think of this circus that's our, part of our political process? And uh, also what you think about the uh, the new fight between Donald Trump and the Pope himself. No joke. I'm Leslie. Can't make this stuff up, right? I'm Leslie Marshall. Pick up the phone and join us. 888-6-LESLIE. 888-653-7543. Don't go away. The Leslie Marshall Show. Truth and common sense fused together for you. Call her now at 888-6-LESLIE. Want to hear more of Leslie's opinions? Check out her blog at www.lesliemarshallshow.com. We are back, Brad, Bannon, and I. Brad, let's take some calls. Sound good? Okay. We will. Paul in Miami, line three, listening on Progressive Voices. Paul, good afternoon. Hi, Leslie. How are you doing today? Good. Good, good. I caught you on Fox earlier, by the way. You were on Fox today, right? Yes, I was. Gotcha, gotcha. It was nice listening to you. Um, This is what I wanted to say. Um, It was about the uh, town hall last night Yeah. and about the whole uh, comment with the Pope. Here's what I feel like, okay? I think Trump, um, did you see the debate or the town hall last night? Of course. Gotcha, gotcha. Now, I'm just, I don't know if you saw clips or anything, but what I wanted to say was I think Trump uh, did very well. Let me explain a couple of things. I think Joe Scarborough was very hard on him in the beginning. I think as you watched it, you could see that he eased up from Trump. I think Trump did surprisingly well, especially with that one woman who was an entrepreneur. I think she owned a restaurant or some kind of food business. Um, she was a Democrat. She said she bought uh, Trump's book uh, for business advice. I think that voter, and not only her, but a lot of other Democrats, just from that appearance last night, are going Trump. But the wait, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. I, 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 are you talking about the debate, or are you talking about town hall? Trump wasn't at the I town, mean, the hall, town hall. I say, I say debate, but I'm, I'm referring to the town hall. I apologize. I think the whole event today with the Pope is overshadowing his performance. Trump was not. Trump was. Trump was not at the town hall last night. No, not the one on CNN, the MSNBC town hall. Okay. Hang on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did. Yeah. Hang on, hang on, hang on. We're going to be right back. Hear that music? I take a break. Don't go away. Not hanging up on you. I think you're confusing people. <laughs> Anderson Cooper hosted last night on CNN the town hall that we were talking about sharing the cuts with. We'll talk more with our caller and with you. Brad Bannon is my co-host in this hour. I'm Leslie Marshall. Don't go away. For a gift to show your conservative friends the light, give them a podcast of Leslie. They're available at www.lesliemarshallshow.com. We are back, Brad Bannon and I. Brad, let's go back to the call. Sound good? Okay. 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 Sounds good. 
Um, let's go uh, back to, we were talking with, let me see. Paul. Oh, we were Paul in Miami. Thank you. Thanks, Paul. Thank you for holding. Okay, Paul, you're confusing people. We are, uh, and I will uh, clarify because Paul is not incorrect. Um, there were two town hall meetings last night, one on one network, sure. CNN, and that town hall held by CNN, featured Ben Carson, Marco Rubio, and Ted Cruz. I think that was the order they came on. Uh, and then MSNBC had a town hall featuring Donald Trump, and it was head-to-head with the Ben Carson portion of CNN's town hall on MSNBC. Joe Scarborough was there on CNN. It was Anderson Cooper. So go ahead so that people don't get confused. We were talking about CNN, but absolutely you can bring up uh, how, how Trump was uh, with MSNBC uh, in that town gotcha. hall. But then again... Then again, Trump does well when there's really nobody to refute. He does well when people ask questions because he's got an answer for everything, even if it's not honest or even if it completely contradicts something he said in the past. Correct, because he's getting an opportunity to speak at the Republican debates. Uh, however, he doesn't get – well, he still gets an opportunity to speak because he always gets the most airtime, but he's constantly getting attacked. And I think once people – Uh, allow him to speak. I think he won a lot of Democratic and independent voters last night. Whoever doesn't want to admit it, that's fine. I think he was very personable and made a good impression, but it's being overshadowed by what's going on with the Pope today. And as a Cuban myself, a Cuban-American to Cuban immigrants and uh, a Catholic, well, born Catholic, I think the Pope is totally wrong. He does not need to get involved in American policy, especially American security. When well, he well, has well, wait, 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 wait. Okay. You think the Pope's wrong. But then later in the conversation, the Pope talks about how abortion, any kind of funding of abortion is completely wrong. And both Hillary Clinton and Bernie Sanders favor um, federally uh, funding, not abortion. Uh, but uh, clinics that provide abortion are pro-choice. Now, Bernie Sanders is not Catholic and doesn't come under the guise of the Pope. Hillary uh, Clinton's not a Catholic, but she is a Methodist. She is a Christian. Um, so some might argue that, you know, he's, you know, calling anybody who's pro-choice or pro-abortion uh, not Christian as much as somebody he feels who would build a wall and keep human beings out of the country. And then there are some that say the Vatican has a wall around it. Correct, correct. It does. It has a 150-foot wall, and they haven't taken any Syrian refugees. Uh, I'm sure they're not going to let uh, any. Here, here's my here's my problem, guys. We're gonna cut. Uh, we're gonna go a little out of order with the cuts, and not to confuse <laughs> you. But I def I want people to hear this, uh, so that everybody is um, very clear on what was said, what wasn't said. You know, um, you know, with regard to the Pope, and uh, the uh, with regard to uh, Trump. Here is the Pope suggesting Trump is a non-Christian. By the way, he was asked by a reporter what he thought of Donald Trump. Here is Pope Francis. Thank God he said I was a politician because Aristotle defined the human person as animal politicus. So at least I'm a human person. As to whether I'm a pawn, well, maybe. I don't know. I'll leave that up to your judgment and that of the people. And then... A person who thinks only about building walls, wherever they may be located, and not building bridges, is not a Christian. This is not in the Gospel. As far as what you said about whether I would advise to vote or not vote, I am not going to get involved in that. I say only that this man is not a Christian if he has said things like that. Okay, now this is Donald Trump, his response to Pope Francis's comments. Here's cut 12. The Vatican is attacked by ISIS, which, as everyone knows, is ISIS's ultimate trophy. I can promise you that the Pope 
would have only wished and prayed that Donald Trump would have been president. Because it's true. It's true. Because this would not have happened. ISIS would have been eradicated, unlike what is happening now, with our all-talk, no-action politicians. That's what's happening now. The Pope is being told that Donald Trump is not a nice person, okay? Donald Trump is a very nice person, and I'm a very, I, I am a very nice person. And I'm a very good Christian, because the Pope said something to the effect that maybe Donald Trump isn't Christian, okay? And he's questioning my faith. I was very surprised to see it, but I am a Christian, and I'm proud of it. Okay, for a religious leader to question a person's faith is disgraceful. I'm proud to be a Christian, and as president, I will not allow Christianity to be consistently attacked and weakened, unlike what is happening now with our current president. Okay? Believe me. No leader, very important, and this has just been given out to the press two seconds ago, no leader, especially a religious leader, should have the right to question another man's religion or faith. Especially when they feed all sorts of... Stop false it right there. Stop it right there. Did you hear that? I want everybody to listen. No leader should ever question another person's... Not just religious leader. He said religious leader earlier. He said religious leader after. No leader. Now, um, Brad, and to um, our caller, uh, would you agree, Paul, Brad, that Donald Trump is a leader? Leader in real estate. He's running for office. He holds a press conference. People come. He talks. People listen. He's a leader in America as has been pro- previously as a prior businessman. Are we, are we all in agreement I, there? Absolutely. I, I know where you're getting at. With wait, 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 Paul. Wait. Would you agree? Yeah, 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 I would. Okay. So this man said that no leader should ever yeah. question another man's religion or another man's Christianity. But Donald Trump himself has questioned and made comments about President Barack Obama's religion. Uh-huh. Donald Trump not only has made, made uh, uh, questioned the birthplace of Obama, but his religion, and stood by as other Republicans did and continue to question Barack Obama's sure. Christianity. In addition, now I mean not Trump, but Republicans during Bill Clinton's Monica Lewinsky time, and prior to him being impeached, Billy Graham went to the White House a number of times. Okay, the the daddy, the good one, and, and uh-huh. the better one, and and and, uh, and 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 not 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 the not, not the one that would have daddy roll into the grave. But Billy Graham went to the White House a number of times and prayed with Bill Clinton, who was raised in a Christian home, and who did practice Christianity. And people said, oh, he's not a Christian, this and that. And I just, it makes me, as a former Christian who left Christianity because I did not feel Christians were Christ-like and I could not find Christ among them, there are a few things here. One, Donald Trump is having happened to him exactly what he did to Barack Obama and what politicians have on the right continue to do and do now to him and to other Democratic presidents. What kills me about Republican Christians often is they they don't see their... Just like Christ says, remove the plank from your own eye before you worry about the speck in somebody else's paraphrase. There. Okay? And, th- and this is what bothers me. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to blow your mind a little bit here uh, to our caller. Uh, Paul, I agree with you that the Pope should not question 
whether someone's a Christian or not, only that is for God to say. But I, I got I to gotta say, if there's an afterlife, I'm going to laugh my ass off watching people being tossed into flames who really aren't, quote, saved or Christians who claim to be. I'm right. sorry, because one of the things the Bible also talks about is the fruit, that you must bear fruit Correct. if you are a Christian. And I'm yeah. sorry, but, you know, cheating on both your first and second wife, with your second and your third, Having sure. a child out of wedlock, then, I mean, the, the sins are just rampant. The bottom line yeah. is we're all I sinners, can, aren't we? I can, yeah, and I can respond, I can respond to exactly what, what you're saying. That's fine. And I'm not saying Donald Trump hasn't committed any sins. That's, that's, I would be full of it if I said that. But here's the thing. Um, the reason he's attacking Obama, let me tell you my views. I can. And, and, and do you notice to... nobody's going crazy with this? Because the first thing I thought was, wait a minute, how come it I was understand. okay to Christian the black guys question the black guys Christianity, but oh no, not the white businessman with the bad hairdo? I understand, and I understand your point, but I, and I'm going to tell you exactly what what my response to that would be. Me myself, I was raised Catholic, but I'm not a very religious person. But let me let me go ahead and just break something down. The reason I believe Obama was questioning, or not Obama, Trump was questioning Obama's religion, I have gay family, okay? I have, I have a couple of cousins that are female, male, that are gay. I think the reason he's saying that is because Obama had a different view on marriage, and, and let me finish, you know, he had a different view on marriage first, and a few other things, okay? His views have changed, um, obviously, on gay marriage as well. I'm not against gay people getting married. I just don't think that you should force religious entities uh, to marry uh, somebody uh, that's gay, because if you're gay, it, it contradicts you even being a Christian, because you know God doesn't accept that. That, that. That's the only reason I think he's criticizing Obama, because of his change in opinion, but Trump has changed too. So I think it's, it's there's, you know, kind of like a double standard. So I'm not saying you're wrong, but I think that's why he's saying what he's saying about Obama, because of his faith. And, but what about abortion? Honest, what about abortion? He did clearly say in that interview that he was yeah, pro-choice, pro-choice, and there are many other interviews, Which and now he says it. he's pro-life. Mitt yeah. Romney did the same thing. Correct, correct. Mitt Romney, Mitt Romney did the same thing. And here's the thing. A lot of these Christians, I'm not going to lie, um, you know, and you know, the same re- reason you said that you didn't find Christians Christ-like, a lot of these people are fanatics, and it's unhealthy to a certain point. Um, and, it, you know, they, they judge people the most, and that's not very Christian of a Christian. You understand? Obviously. But um, I think Trump is not so worried about that. He's just telling things like it is. And I think people are scared. And this is the thing. You very well know. <laughs> You're saying Donald Trump has gone down in the polls. And I see that he has slid a little bit. But you know that you'd much rather go against uh, Ted Cruz than Donald Trump because Ted Cruz is too right-wing. My, let, let me tell you something, Leslie. My uh, father-in-law? No. Actually, a- actually, I disagree. Brad, weigh in. By the polls, wait, 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 Brad. By the polls, if the election were to happen today, um, it it, it shows that Brad, Brad, Brad. I haven't asked the question yet, buddy. I know you like you're jumping out of the the, the racehorse here, the gate. Before I, I want you to speak to the polls because the polls I've seen and that you and I have talked about show Trump easier to beat than Cruz by both Hillary and Bernie. Am I correct in that? That is true, and it is also true in the polls uh, that Donald Trump, who had a up to a 30-point lead in the Republican primary a few months ago, is now just tied with uh, Ted Cruz. So Trump has a lot, lost a lot of steam in the last few months, even among Republicans. Um, okay, and to, we got to take a break. Uh, to let, let the caller just say something uh, very quickly when you say you know. And by the way, uh, we're, you know we're talking 
talking who the best can- – I would rather Trump be the nominee than Cruz because I think Trump would be easier to be. Um, but I think – I want to thank Donald Trump for showing us how truly racist, hateful, bigoted, and not very Christ-like this Judeo-Christian country is. We'll be back. Brad Bannon and I, Leslie Marshall, right after this. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of truth. The Leslie Marshall Show. Give her a call now at 888-6-LESLIE. to Leslie, but you're not near a radio? Go to www.lesliemarshallshow.com and click on the Hear Leslie microphone to hear the show streaming. And we're back on Leslie Marshall. He's Brad Bannon. Brad, more calls? Sound good? Sounds good, Leslie. All right. Let's see who is up next. Let's go to Joe in New Mexico, Line 3. Joe, good afternoon. Hey, good afternoon. I just have three comments to make regarding that recent call. There was named Paul. Yep. Um, If if you're listening, Paul, number one, as a recovering, you know, Catholic, I still welcome what the leader of Christianity has to say about all issues, you know, not not just social issues, but political issues as well. Um, you know, and secondly, uh, Donald Trump didn't just chastise or question Barack Obama's religion, but he chastises the Muslim faith. And then with regards to his uh, comment regarding why Donald Trump did that, I'm sorry. <laughs> Being gay has nothing to do with why he did it. He did it because he's a hateful man, and he panders to the very worst of Americans with his racist and bigoted comments. So that's all I have to say. All right. Thank you for that. Uh, Brad, any comment to uh, Joe's comment? Uh, Well, I agree with Joe. I was so proud to be a Catholic today when I heard what Pope Francis said, uh, because he said something that's very important, which, uh, because the problem is conservatives have claimed a monopoly on Christian Christianity in the last 20 years. Uh, and I think Pope Francis said, give it back. Uh, let me read you, and this is a, this is something Republicans never quote. This is a sentence from the Gospel of St. Matthew, chapter 8, uh, verse 21. Uh, Jesus is talking to a rich young man, and this is what he says. If you would be perfect, go, sell what you possess, and give it to the poor, and you will have a treasure in heaven. How many times have you heard a conservative quote that? They quote the Bible like crazy. But how often have you heard a conservative quote that line in Matthew? Interesting. Well, one of the problems I have with Christianity is Christianity is supposed to be people who follow Christ, the life of Christ, the teachings of Christ. In other words, people who aspire to be, desire to be, or try to be Christ-like. I don't see Christ. I don't see Christ putting a wall around this country. I don't see Christ sending children back to war-torn countries where they could be hurt. I don't see Christ carrying Syrian, keeping Syrian refugees out. I don't see uh, Christ taking away food stamps or welfare. I won't lie. I don't see Christ uh, funding or approving of abortion. Okay, and I am not a Christian any longer. I was years ago. 
I, I don't see uh, Christ um, loving money. I also don't see Christ carpet bombing everywhere they think ISIS is. I don't see Christ having a ban on anyone of any religion. And people forget that if you believe Christ died on that cross for you, he died on that cross for everybody. And that includes ISIS. And that's a really tough pill for people to swallow. True Christianity is loving your neighbor, loving someone as yourself. That's very difficult. We're very selfish. Uh, Loving and praying for your enemy. Seriously. I mean, just those two things alone, most people could not pass the you are a Christian litmus test. Uh, Let's continue with the calls. And uh, Brad, sound good? Let's go to Reggie in Georgia, Line 5. Reggie, thank you for joining Brad Bannon and I. Happy Thursday to you, yourself, Leslie Marshall, and Brad Bannon, too. Uh, What's what's next? Is he going to sue Pope Francis next for saying that he's not a Christian? (laughs) I mean, even conservative radio... Probably the Catholic Church, Church he wouldn't, because they have more money than him. Yeah, but even, even the right... Even the right-wing conservative radio talk show hosts and TV talk show hosts, and even their pundits have turned against them. I mean, he's like the he's like the modern-day, current, present Frankenstein's monster, if you will. The GOP created him. Now he's on. Now he's out of their control. He's run amok. You know, like uh, like Frankenstein's monster, right? Now they can't control him. He's far much and way beyond their control. But this is the problem order Frankenstein's monster that they themselves created. Now they have to take the blame. For it, but the, the problem is they won't admit they won't admit defeat, if you will, take the blame for who or what they created, right? They created this monster. Now he's out of their control, and they can't stop him, right? Well, they didn't create him. I don't think they realized he'd come on the scene or get this far. You agree, Brian? Yeah, I agree. And uh, Do- the only person who created Donald Trump was Donald Trump, uh, and he created himself in the form of Frankenstein. Uh, I think Reggie's right about that. Uh, and I th- what's going on now is Republicans. Trump has dropped a lot in the polls in the last couple of months, and I think Republicans have come to realize he's Frankenstein's monster, and he's beginning to scare Republicans to death. Okay. All right. Uh, Reggie, thank you for the call uh, and for your comments. Let's continue. And we go to Michael in the Bronx, line two. Michael. Hello, Leslie. Hello, Brad. Hey, how are you? Hi, Michael. Oh, hi. Hi, my friends. You know, Leslie, you hit the nail on the head. And for you to say that you're no longer Christian, you should sure know your stuff, my sister. I, you got. You should um, be commanded to take a bow because you have... Uh, you have demonstrated to be more Christian than Donald Trump could ever hope to be. And you and the thing is, loving one another. That was Jesus' commandment to everybody before he died on that cross and before and as a Christian I have going to say, before he ascended into heaven. You know, and the thing is is that Donald Trump calls himself Christian. Let's be I want to set the record straight. I don't think Pope Francis questioned Donald Trump's um faith or anything like that. Anything Pope Francis said was referring to Donald Trump's actions, referring to his thoughts, referring to his dialogue, his rhetoric. And you got to admit that there's nothing coming out of Donald Trump's mouth that spoke of the content of peace, the content of love, the content of respecting one another, and to uh, live in harmony. Only thing Trump was doing is being divisive. 
And we are out of time, although I agree with you. Brad Band and my buddy, thank you, sweetheart. You'll be with me soon on the program. I'm Leslie Marshall. Thank you to Steve Trippy sitting in for Mark and for Andrew doing his great job and to all of you listening and supporting the show. We really appreciate it. Have a great afternoon and evening.